Hello. And welcome to this live episode of the QuizPix podcast, recorded at the fabulous Berliner Pub on Halloween night. We have included the audio portion of our video round, but we realize it probably won't make much sense. Sorry about that. Now grab a pencil and paper and play along with QuizPix. Enjoy. 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 Get trivial, trivial. I wanna get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Get knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Let's get trivial, trivial. I wanna get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Your knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Welcome to Trivia! Hey everybody! Happy Halloween! <laughs> it is a trivia night here at the Berliner. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. For those of you who have never seen Monica before, Monica is one of our co-hosts here. So say hello to Monica, everybody. She is also one of the uh, co-hosts, uh, actually the co-host <laughs> of the uh, podcast that we do that comes out every Monday, and we're recording this for the podcast. So subscribe on Monday, and you'll hear all this again. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, we're going to play some uh, trivia games. So if you don't have your answer sheet or your pencils yet, and you want to play along, grab them right here. It is free to play. And if you did not get a treat bag, oh, there yeah. are treat bags. Oh, yeah. If you're playing, you get treats because that's how we do it on Halloween. There are prizes to be had tonight. The top team tonight's going to get a $20 gift card to the Berliner. Second place is going to get a $15 gift card. Third place, a $10 gift card. And uh, second to last place is getting themselves a boot of beer, a liter of Velton's Pilsner beer, the beer they allow me to give away for free. Do so, you wear the boot? <laughs> it's, it's, it's in a boot, not a wearable boot, a, a glass boot. So grab an answer sheet if you want to play along, free to play, lots of fun. And we've got some prizes to give out for uh, some costumes, so we're keeping an eye on people in costumes tonight. So, uh, so be prepared for that as well. So if you're playing the quiz, at this point you should have an answer sheet, should have a pencil or two. We do have a sharpener up here. Sharpening is needed during the night. You should also have a team name. And a positive attitude. And a positive attitude. And uh, Monica will read out the rules. Want to read the rules? Oh, okay. No more than six players, maximum per team. If you have more than six, you can split into two. Keep those phones away, you know why. Last names are fine as an answer, unless we specify you need a full name. Spelling doesn't count, unless the spelling question. And very important, whether you're playing or not, refrain from shouting out your answers. That's right. Uh, those are the rules. All right. 
Let's get started with the round number one. And of course, since this is Halloween, we've got Halloween stuff for you tonight. And our first round tonight is entitled Trick Questions. We'll start with the trick part of Trick or Treats. Round number one, question number one. Today is National Magic Day, honoring whose death on this day in 1926? Question number two. If you're the zigzag lady in a magic act, what happens to you? Question number three. Number three, what magician's word is also a classical music term for play at a very fast tempo? I don't know what he's supposed to be. What is he supposed to be? Okay, I'm in. Question number four. In sports, we usually associate a hat trick with a hockey player scoring three goals in one game for the Montreal Canadiens. But in what English sport did the term originate? Question number five. Number five, what magician's tricks include making the Statue of Liberty disappear, levitating over the Grand Canyon, and walking through the Great Wall of China? It's a good wall. Question number six. In nautical terms, a trick is any period of time spent doing what? Question number seven. Number seven, according to legend, what sorcerer built Stonehenge overnight? Question number eight. What's the name of the CW show in which magicians perform tricks for a skeptical pen and teller? Question number nine. Number nine, what late night TV host once had a regular segment called Stupid Pet Tricks? Question number 10. What cartoon character's theme song states whenever he gets in a fix, he reaches into his bag of tricks? That's tricks. All right. Make notes. If you need to come back to something, we'll take a break after this round. Uh, round number three is over. But let's move on to round number two. Round number two entitled tonight, You're a Treat. 
And we'll start with the true or false question. Number one, true or false, the Dolly Madison Company, makers of snack cakes, was started by First Lady Dolly Madison. Question number two. If you see an ATM that has a sign that says sprinkles, put your debit card in and you can get what treat in return? Yeah, this hasn't happened up here yet, but it's, hopefully it's coming. No, we're asking about fake stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're still, we're still in the trick round. Question number three. Question number three. What French confection coated in chocolate was so good that the French named it good twice? Question number four. On what TV sitcom do the characters Tom and Donna celebrate an annual holiday of their own making called Treat Yourself Day? <laughs> Question number five. Number five, originally associated with dairy products, what company also makes Oreos and Jell-O? Question number six. On their website, Iowa State University's Entomology Club has a recipe for chocolate chirpy chip cookies which adds what dry roasted insect to the batter? That is a wonderful name. <laughs> Chocolate chirpy chip. I can't even say it. It's cute. Chocolate chirpy chip. Question number seven. Number seven, what am I eating in Germany if I'm snacking on sugar wool? Question number eight. These pigs have been made out of almond paste and sugar. The main ingredients in what confection? Look at how cute they are. Pigs are always delicious. <laughs> Question number nine. Number nine, what actress whose last name sounds like a pastry played Johnny Depp's love interest in the 2000 romance Chocolats? And question number 10 is worth two points. On the current National McDonald's menu, you can get two different pies made with what fruits?
Round number three is our video round, so make sure you can see one of the screens around the main room here. Our video round tonight entitled Scary Movie Movies. I'm going to play you ten clips from the Scary Movie franchise. You tell me what movie they're parodying or movie franchise. If it's part of a bigger franchise, you can just name the franchise. If it's a specific movie. Now, some of you will see a character from the movie Scream in a clip. Scream is not an answer to anything. That, that scene in particular is parodying another movie. Just so you know, you don't have to write down Scream. If you write down Scream for any of your answers, change it. It is wrong. All right, we only played through the video round once, so make notes if you gotta come back to something. We'll take a break after this round is over. Here we go, through the video round. Don't professional. The still brilliant, crusty, old, weathered, leather-faced elder statesman of ballet to whom this young girl is experienced, more beautiful and delicious, but still very raw ballerina hopefuls look up. Show these far more desirable children how it's done, huh? Music! Try that thing where you are skipping and you hop and you spread your legs a little bit. Look at that form, that technique. You'll never be that good. Traffic is backed up on the Broad Street Bridge, where apparently police are battling dozens of apes in a running gunfight. Our reports indicate that a scientist at a research laboratory gave these apes an experimental intelligence drug. I'm being told that all available officers are now on the scene, but that this time we are advising all our viewers to find alternate routes. for a very long time. So I see. But what is the connection between the crop circles and the videotape? The answer is simple. You are the eventuality of an anomaly. You are inexorably seeking a sedulent probability. Sedulent? Grotesquerie? No. What about contingent affirmation? That's got to mean something. Hey! Hey! You put cameras in my bathroom? <gasps> what is this? Oh, oh my God, well, it was a long winter. I... This is an invasion of, ow! Oh, sorry, I can't help it. It's very lonely in here. Hey, do that thing for Baywatch! She's running down the beach!
I was undefeated. Only one fighter stood between me and the belt. You got this chick. She's nothing. Tiffany Stone! Cindy, listen to me. I know you're scared, but I believe in you. You can win this. And if I do win, George, then will you tell me what my nickname means? Yes, I promise. Okay, now, just stick with the jab. Lead with your right. Watch your footwork. Now everybody in the 202, throw your hands in the air to scratch your screw. Now everybody in the 202, throw them up. Check it out. I'm a white boy, but my neck is red. I put Miracle Whip on my Wonder Bread. My face is pale, now nah, I've never been in jail. Me and Buffy spend every winter in bail. How many bitches have I slapped? Zero. Uh, and Martha Stewart happens to be my hero. I grew up on a farm and I was born with no rhythm. Dr. Phil's my uncle and I like to hang with him. I can't dance. I wear black pants. My middle name's Lance. My grandma's from France, so maybe I'm whack, cause my skin ain't black. But you can't talk smack, cause Whitey just struck me. Elder Hale, we should welcome the outsiders among us. Jeremiah, ought not your tongue be held? I am sorry, Elder Hale. But sometimes my tongue wiggles beyond my ability to control it. This is a problem with which I have had much experience. Maybe I could help him in a room in which there are no others. Or you can all watch. I don't give a shit. Name the movies or movie franchise that these uh, scary movie was parodying in those clips. All right, we're going to take a break right now so you can finish up rounds one, two, and three. Keep your sheets right there at your table, but if you want to get on your phones and you're done putting down answers, turn your papers over, put your pencil down on top. We'll take about a five-minute break or so. Order yourself another beverage. Take care of the nice folks here at the Berliner. 
We'll be back in just a few minutes with the answers to rounds one, two, and three. Answers to rounds one, two, and three. At this time, trade your sheets with a team near you. Find a team to trade with. If we're all traded, let's get all graded with round number one, the trick round. Number one, today is National Magic Day because it is also the day that uh, Harry Houdini died for number one. Oh, yes, cheer wildly for your correct answers. You guys, you guys are wild. Number two, if you're the zigzag lady in a magic act, you are solving half. Yeah, and any, uh, any variation of being cut, give it to a point. Number three, the magician word that is also a word in classical music for playing very fast is presto. Presto. Number four, in sports, we associate a hat trick with a hockey player scoring three goals in one game. But it comes from the English sport cricket. <laughs> number five. Number five. He walked through the Great Wall of China. He made the Statue of Liberty disappear. He did a lot of things. His name is David Copperfield. Uh, Number six, in nautical terms, a trick is any period of time spent steering the ship. Number seven, uh, uh, according to legend, Merlin uh, built Stonehenge in one night. Number eight, the CW show where magicians perform tricks for Penn and Teller is called Fool Us. Number nine, the TV show host that had uh, stupid pet tricks, also had stupid human tricks at some point. That is David Letterman. And number 10, what cartoon character's theme song, uh, whenever he gets in a fix, reaches for his bag of tricks, is Felix the Cat. (laughs) All right, put a total underneath that round where it says to put a total. And let's move on to round number two, the treat round. Number one, true or false, the Dolly Madison Snack Company was started by First Lady Dolly Madison. That is false. Number two, if you see an ATM as a sign that says sprinkles, you can get a cupcake. They're not here yet, but they're, uh, they're all over the place in other parts of the country. Number three, the French confection uh, covered in chocolate with the name Good Twice, that is Bon Bon. Number four, the TV sitcom where Tom and Donna celebrate Treat Yourself Day is Parks and Recreation. Number five, Kraft is the company that does Oreos and Jell-O. 
Number six, the chocolate chirpy chip cookies has crickets. Hey, we got crickets twice. Two cricket answers. <laughs> Number seven, if I'm eating uh, sugar wool, is that right? Sugar wool? That is cotton candy. Number eight, those cute little pigs. Oh, they're darling. Were made from marzipan. Number nine in Chocolat, the actress played opposite Johnny Depp is Juliette Binoche. I love a good Binoche. <laughs> what is that? And number 10 for two points on the current McDonald's menu. You can get two pies. One is apple, one is strawberry. Cherry went away about five years ago. And finally, round number three, the video round of those movies that scary movie is parodying. Number one was Black Swan. Number two was the Planet of the Apes franchise. If they have any of the apes, give it to them. Number three from Signs. Number four from The Matrix. Number five from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Number six from Saw. Number seven from Million Dollar Baby. Number eight from Eight Mile. Number nine from The Village. And number 10 from Charlie's Angels. All right, put a total for the first three rounds where it says to put a total in the bottom right-hand corner of your sheet and get those uh, sheets back to the teams where you got them. All right, we're going to play a little game now at halftime called What's Your Score? Send one person from your team up to me with your sheet so I can read off your team name and current score. And remember, all scores are good at halftime, so don't be shy. Just like this gentleman's doing right here. We've got three Mouseketeers, and they've got 23 points. We've got Sexual Chocolate with 14 points. We've got The Voice of Indecision and Regret with 27 points. We've got Brown Chicken Brown Cow with 14 points. We've got Trivia Princess with 19 points. We've got Drink More Water with 23 points. We've got Sons of Witches with 24 points. We've got Freddy's Wet Dream with 23 points. We've got Frank and Steins with 22 points. We've got Sexual In Your Endo with 24 points. We've got Holy Crepe French Kiss with 22 points. And we've got Fart Town with 20 points. Don't forget, top three teams are getting gift cards. Second to last place is getting themselves a Stein. Oh, a whole liter of beer. So even if you didn't do well in those first three rounds, it's a liter hosen of beer. They pour it through a leader hosen. Let's move on to round number four. Halftime over, phones away. Round number four entitled King for a Day. Let's do a round on the author Stephen King. We'll start with number one, true or false. For number one, Stephen King makes arrangements with aspiring filmmakers to adapt one of his short stories into film for only one dollar. Just a buck. Is that true or false? 
Question number two. What King novel was the first to be made into a movie? Question number three. Number three, King co-wrote the musical Ghost Brothers of Darkland County with what Heartland rock musician in the Heartland? Is that a genre of music, Heartland rock? I guess it's a genre of music, Heartland rock. Number three again, King co-wrote the musical Ghost Brothers of Darkland County with what Heartland rock musician? It sounds like, like a satellite radio. On Sirius XM, it's Heartland Rock. Tell them it's a genre. Okay. Yes, it's a, it's a genre of kind. Of a kind. That I had never heard of until now. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. You all know those Heartland Rock musicians. Question number four. What 2004 ABC show did King reference in several articles and novels, and in return, the show's writers referenced his books in several episodes? Question number five. Number five, in 1996, King wrote the story for the longest 39 minutes and most expensive $15 million music video for what pop artist? Question number six. Which 1986 movie based on the Stephen King short story, Trucks, was the only film King directed himself? So I was reading about this, and he said that during the entire production, he was so coked out of his mind and had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> it was just snowing every time. <laughs> Question number seven. Number seven, on Monday, King tweeted a congratulations to what sports team of which he is a huge fan. Question number eight is multiple choice. Which of these movies is not based on a Stephen King story? A, Children of the Corn. B, Stand By Me. C, The Running Man. Or D, The Lost Boys. Question number nine. Number nine, what punk band, one of King's favorites, wrote the song Pet Cemetery" to play over the credits of the 1989 film? And question number 10. After he blocked Stephen King on Twitter, who did King tell to go float yourself? All right, let's move on to round number five, which is our audio round worth 20 points. Our audio round tonight is titled, well, their name sounds scary. 
So in this round, I'm going to play you 10 clips from 10 artists. They're all bands. I'll give you that much. And their band names sound scary, but their music isn't. One point if you can name the title of the song, one point if you can name the artist, so there are two points possible per clip. If you know the band but don't know the title, or if you know the title and don't know the band, put down the part that you know, and you'll get one point for that, but you'll get two points if you can name both for each clip. 20 points possible. We will play through this round twice for repeats, and we gave Grover the night off it's a monster night for him, but instead we've got the count. Here we go with the audio round. One.
That is it for the audio round. Once again, one point for title, one point for artist, 20 points possible. All right, let's end the night with our last round, round number six, which is our random knowledge. Most points of the night are in this round. Good luck to everybody. Here we go. Question number one. Unlike our audio round, what author with a pleasing last name wrote horror fiction stories like The Rats in the Walls and History of the Necronomicon? Necromonicon. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two, for two points. Number two, on Family Guy, what two members of the Griffin family almost always wear hats? And first names is what we need here. Question number three, on Halloween, what California amusement park changes one of the words in their name? Too scary. <laughs> Question number four is worth three points. Number four for three points. Besides the narrator's spoken parts, what three characters sing the solo sections of Time Warp in the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Question number five. On October 30th, 1938, the town of Concrete, Washington got a scare when the town's power went out in the middle of a radio performance of what story? Question number six is worth three points. 
Question number six. Wax figures of Adolf Hitler and Vlad the Impaler were part of what wing of Madame Tussauds London Museum until the wing was closed in 2016? And we're looking for three words here. Three words. Question number seven. Who appeared in such B-movie drac as Return to Horror High and Return of the Killer Tomatoes before becoming a star on ER? That rhymes. A star on ER. Question number eight is worth four points. Question rate for four points. The Hans device has been a lifesaver for IndyCar drivers involved in crashes. What does Hans stand for? One point for each part of that you get right. Four points possible. Question number nine. Levi Stubbs was the voice of Audrey too in the movie Little Shop of Horrors. What singing quartet did Stubbs lead from 1956 to the mid-1990s? And finally, question number 10. Last one of the night, last one of the round, and it is worth five points. Number 10 for five points. There have been eight seasons of the anthology program American Horror Story, each with its own subtitle. The first season was American Horror Story Murder House. Name any five of the other subtitles. Don't go over five. All right. We're going to go take our break one more time. Same rules apply. Keep those phones away unless you're done. Then turn your papers over, put your pencil down on top. Then you can get on your phones all you want. Order yourself another beverage. Please take care of the nice people here at the Berliner. We'll be back in just a few minutes with the answers to rounds four, five, and six. Let's do the answers to rounds four, five, and six. Trade those sheets. Trade them up. All right. Has everybody traded? All right. Here we go with the answers to round number four, the Stephen King round. Number one, true or false? Stephen King works with aspiring filmmakers and does it for a dollar. That is true. All he needs is a, he doesn't need more than a buck. He's rich. They're called dollar babies. Dollar babies. 
Number two, what King novel was the first to be made into a movie? Carrie. Also the first to be made into a novel. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Number three, uh, he worked uh, with John Mellencamp on the uh, musical The Darkland County. Number four, the ABC show that King referenced and they referenced him was Lost. Number five, in 1996, he wrote uh, the story for a thing called Ghosts, which is the most expensive, longest music video, and of course, Michael Jackson uh, was the maker. Number six, the 1986 movie that Stephen King directed himself is Maximum Overdrive. (laughs) I'm Stephen King. And I'm going to scare the hell out of you. (laughs) Number seven, he tweeted, uh, congratulations on Monday to the Boston Red Sox. Who who did something. They did something. Number eight, the multiple choice. The movie that is not based on a Stephen King story is G, The Lost Boys. Number nine, he recruited the Ramones to record Pet Cemetery. And number 10, he tweeted, go float yourself to he who must not be named. (laughs) All right, put a total for that round. Let's move on to the audio round. Once again, give them one point for title, one point for artist. Number one is Blister in the Sun by the Violent Femmes. Number two, Soul Meets Body by Death Cab for Cutie. Number three, These Are the Days by 10,000 Maniacs. Number four, Somebody Told Me by The Killers. Number five, Our House by Madness. Number six, Unbelievers by Vampire Weekend. Number seven, Casey Jones by The... Number eight, Little Talks by Of Monsters and Men. Number nine, Time of the Season by The Zombies. And number 10, Every Rose Has Its Thorn by Poison. Uh, And uh, finally, uh, round number six, the random knowledge round. Number one, uh, H.P. Lovecraft is the author we're looking for. Number two, the Family Guy hat wearers are Meg and Chris, one point each. Number three, they changed the name of Barry to Scary. That is Knott's Berry Farm. Number four, in the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show Time Warp, uh, the singing solos are by Riff Raff, Magenta, and Columbia. Number five, Concrete Washington got all freaked out listening to the War of the Worlds because the electricity went out, and they thought, oh, shit. Number six, Madame Tussauds Wax Museum closed down their Chamber of Horrors. So you get one point for each part of that you get right, including the word of. So congratulations if you got of. 
Number seven, he was in Return of Pharma to Horror High, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, and then he was on ER. That is George Clooney. Number eight, Hans, for four points, stands for Head and Neck Supports. And again, one point for each part of that you get right, including and. Number nine, Levi Stubbs did the voice for Audrey too in Little Shop of Horrors, but he was best known as the singer of the Four Tops. Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. And number 10, for five big points, American Horror Stories had eight seasons. Murder House was the first one. Uh, don't If they went over five, only count the first five that they have. Uh, they are Asylum, Coven, Freak Show, Hotel, Roanoke, Cult, and Apocalypse. One point for the first, for the five that they put down. All right, put a total for all six rounds. Last final totals, all six rounds in the bottom right-hand corner. Get those sheets back to the teams where you got them. Once you have your sheets back, just make sure everything's been added up correctly and fairly. And then bring your sheets to us. Also, if you've borrowed pencils, bring the pencils back so the nice people here at the Berliner don't have to pick up pencils the rest of the evening. Bring me your sheets. Bring me your pencils. Let's figure out who's won tonight's prizes. All right, let's give out some prizes. Uh, first and foremost, we uh, thanks everybody for coming out here on Halloween. We do this, we do this every Wednesday at eight o'clock. Uh, and also, please give a nice uh, round of applause for our first time here, my co-host Monica. If you're up in Ballard on Tuesdays, she's host at Fitzgerald's uh, in Ballard. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we do have to break some ties. We have a tie for third place, and we have a tie for the beer. Those are important ties. So we'll get to those in a moment. We had one team that had too many players, and they were very honest about it, so we always like to give it a shout-out. Uh, Voice of Indecision and Regret was 72 points, but they were over the limits. All right, cheer for your team whether you won tonight or not, because if you won't, who will? And if you are in the tiebreaker, come and get your answer sheets and grab a pencil. We'll do the tiebreaker in just a second. Uh, in last but certainly not least place tonight with 29 points, give it up for Sexual Chocolates. Our two tied teams tonight, we'll play the tiebreaker in a second, with 44 points, three Mouseketeers. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, hey, uh, I guess we don't have a tie for the beer because the beer just got won by a team that forgot to turn their papers in. So maybe she should just come right back here. 
because you just won a prize. Come here with 32 points. The free leader of beer goes to Brown Chicken Brown Cow. Give him a nice round of applause. Aced out of the beer with 44 points, three Mouseketeers, and with 44 points, Sons of Witches. With 48 points, Trivia Princess. Also with 48 points, Fart Town. With 52 points, Drink More Water. Tied for third place, and we'll get to their uh, tiebreaker question in a moment with 53 points, Sexual In Your Endo and Freddy's Wet Dream. Uh, come and get your answer sheets. We're going to play a quick tiebreaker game and make sure you have a pencil as well. In second place tonight, winners of a $15 gift card. Uh, let's see here. Which one is it? It's this one. With 59 points, Frank and Steins. Come and get your prize. Which means tonight's big winners of a $25 gift card with 63 points. Give it up for Holy Crepes, French Kiss. Come and get your prize. All right, let's do the tiebreaker between uh, Sexual Innuendo and Freddy's Wet Dream, I believe, are the two teams. Where is Freddy's Wet Dream, by the way? That's over there. We have one, one question for $10. Nearest to the pin wins it. We need the, the full date, month, day and year that the first scary movie in the scary movie franchise came out. Closest to the pin gets a $10 gift card. We've got one in. We're about to have another one in. All right. So, uh, Sexual Innuendo said June 1st, 2002, and Freddy's Wet Dream said May 1st, 1996. Well, you guys were both right that it didn't happen during Halloween, which is very odd to me. Uh, it happened in the summer. It is July 7th, 2000. Uh, so, closest to the pin, Sexual Innuendo gets the $10 gift card. Come and get your prize. All right, everybody, that's it for the quiz. Thanks a lot for playing along. We will see you all next week. Have a happy rest of your Halloween. Uh, Bye. Let's get trivia.